What's up, everybody? This is the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert. My name is Brandon, and I am the expert. And I'm Ashlyn, and I was the betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the recovering addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. Okay, guys, we're gonna start first today with a fan shout out. And this one is called Thanks. This is so true to my life. I've never had anyone or read anything on this topic and the conclusions I've made and felt so unsure of making them, if that makes sense. I think there might have been some, some typos in that. I'm not exactly following it, but it continues. You're really dealing with the deep psychological balances, plus pluses and minuses one makes when they are dealing with betrayal and addiction. Thank you for all that you do for us. This is going to be a highly, highly public, successful company podcast very soon. There are so many people on both sides of the fence that are coming to know how unhappy their situations really are. And this is the place to mitigate and understand exactly why. God bless you all for your courage. That's really cool. That's nice. Well, thank thank you. you. Super generous. So and then those fan shout outs are from our iTunes account where you can leave a review and we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Those reviews also help us um, help other people find us because it moves the podcast up. Yeah. So today's topic is um, coming from a lot of questions that I personally got over the last couple weeks. And it was dealing with sex. Very hard questions to ask. Very vulnerable. You feel very alone. And yet you were asking them. And so I asked my followers and my audience over on Instagram if they were ready for a podcast about sex. 98% said yes. So we're here. Right. Here we are. Um, I think, you know, this, like you said, this topic can trigger a lot of things. And um, it's it's complex, too. So there's a lot of di different parts to this, right? Um, so as we talk today, we're going to talk about healthy sex. What does healthy sex look like in, um, you know, in a relationship? You know, what is that, right? But I think it's important to understand that as you as you listen, um, if it triggers you in any way, um, understand where where you're at. Um, we we're trying to speak to everybody, but we can't speak to everybody individually. And we're putting a lot of answers on Patreon and content there to take what we talk about today and actually have things to do, to practice, to learn, to improve. Um, your situation when it comes to this. So just listening to this episode might not be enough. Going to Patreon, getting more answers there will be helpful. Um, getting educated uh, in other places, finding good answers is also really helpful as well. So so we're, it's really interesting what we're trying to do here. So our, you guys, our audience, is mostly dealt with betrayal, trauma, and, and addiction in some form. Um, probably sexual addiction. And so if we jump to just talking about what healthy sex is, first and foremost, um, you're kind of on the other side of it already. You're, you're dealing with some fear, some trauma, some, some issues around sex. Um, and so we are going to jump back and say, okay, hang on a second. Let's pull back and just look at what is a healthy sexual relationship with, with a couple. So um, when I say healthy sex... What do you guys think of? You're happy. You're happy. There's no resentment. There's no fear. There's trust. There's safety. 
Yeah. I, I think about where I, I spent so many years being unhealthy with sex. And so for me, it is, I don't know, it's interesting because I don't think I can really tell you, like I could, I could rehearse what Ashlyn, you just said, and I would agree with you on that. But the truth is, is that I didn't understand from a really young age what healthy sex or healthy sexuality is. I, I just didn't, it wasn't taught to me. It was never talked about. Right. And it was, um, more, so my more brain so was, don't do it. <laughs> I didn't tell you. More so don't do it, do it for sure. And, um, it was always in a really self-serving, um, manipulative, what's, what's in it for me kind of a mentality. Well, so I, you know, kind of listening to what you're saying, Kobe, pairing that with your answer, Ashton, I really like your answer um, because it's so simple. Uh, what you said is you're happy and you're safe. And that's, yeah, that's basically it. But it's not that easy to just be happy and not resentful and safe. Totally. With a partner, when it comes to sex, things start to break down. Um, but I, I think sex gets very over over complicated um, in terms of there's there's certain beliefs, there's certain shame, there's religious dogma, there's this, there's that, and all of a sudden it's just this very confusing. There's cultural um, shoulds all over the place. You know, a guy should want to have sex all the time and a woman should give it to him. And I could, I could go on and on about all these ways that sex is kind of, we're, we're just conditioned to have these beliefs about sex. Set in, to, to simplify it all down, sex is about a connection with another person. Um, there's a reason why it's oftentimes synonymous with making love. It's about love. Um, so if you're making love and you're happy and you're safe and you feel that connection, that's, that's intimate and that's really good for the relationship, right? I make it sound so simple, yeah. right? So why the so heck simple. are we so messed up? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's really how I felt, Brandon. Right. It's like, what in the heck is wrong with me? Because I, I would read articles of people who maybe didn't have my story and think, gosh, why do I have all these issues? It really is me. It is my fault. So it's it's not, I, I, I make it sound so simple. Like, just just be happy and have sex and connect with each other, right? Um, but then it's it gets it gets complicated and things start to break down. And, and a, a happy, healthy sex life is a symptom of a healthy relationship. Um, a healthy symptom. I like that. A good, a good, having sex a lot with your partner doesn't mean you necessarily have a great relationship. Because sex can be being used for all the wrong reasons, and it can actually be destructive to the relationship if done um, for the wrong reasons, right? Um, sex, healthy sex comes from a place of love and connection. And the foundation of love and connection is trust and safety. So you have trust, you have safety, you see each other, you validate each other, you know each other. Um, you are attracted to each other and you want to connect, right? Um, now, um, let's get down to some specifics. Health, healthy sex in a relationship. Let me ask some should questions. <laughs> <laughs> how, how often should a couple have sex? Do Silence. I'm crickets. Yeah. <laughs> how, give, it, give, give the number, the healthy number, for a couple to have sex. Like how often? Two to three know. times a week? I think more. I don't know. Everything I've read says more. So 
so this is a this is an interesting question because there's no def- like definite answer, right? I do believe that a couple who doesn't have sex um, is se- is sex essential for a healthy relationship? Yeah. <laughs> sex isn't well for a healthy relationship. I say sex isn't like air and water uh, for me personally. <laughs> so you can live without sex, right? Right. All three of us can live without sex. We could go the rest of our life and not have it, right? right? Um, but I do believe it's essential for a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So. If, if you're to take any part of intimacy out of a relationship, physical intimacy, sexual intimacy, spiritual intimacy, then there's a void and there, there's... And you s- feel it. And you feel it. Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's not good for the relationship, right? So back to my question about the frequency. Um, everybody's different. So um, according to kind of our bio- biology, right? And um, having sex once a day might be completely healthy and okay and good, right? Um, Having sex once or twice a week, that might be okay too. As long as both partners are being honest and open about where they're at and who they are and what they need, right? Um, And and each person is also boundaried on the other side of things. They can say no. They can be uh, open and honest about how they're feeling. And as long as that emotional connection is there and that safety is there with boundaries, um, sex, the frequency of sex will probably wax and wane. You know, maybe one week it's 10 times in a week. Maybe one week it doesn't happen at all. Um, but as long as there's that other connection there, then you're going to s- you start to connect sexually as well, right? Does that, does that make sense? Did mm-hmm. I confuse you guys more? No, it makes, it makes perfect sense. I, I'm, I'm sitting here just kind of thinking well, I'm listening about the lenses that I viewed sex um, th- for so long. Like I viewed lens through, I viewed sex through very specific lenses, and just putting this topic on the table right now is really giving me reason to just pause and reflect of like how unhealthy I was, or how how much how long the road was. Um, for me to de-porn my brain. And, and even before I had to de-porn my brain, it was like I had to, I mean, I had sexual experiences before Ash and I were married, but th- that doesn't necessarily mean that they, were, that they were healthy. They were very adolescent, you know, um, promiscuous experiences. And so I, I think what's interesting is to, is to try to consider what you're saying through the lenses of where I was but then also realized that for so many years of our marriage, Ashlyn, that I was like mindlessly operating only against what I knew, which was, <laughs> which was just super, super unhealthy. And, and then to, to realize that those weren't, that I wasn't safe, that I wasn't, you couldn't trust me. And that it was like, wait, who is this guy all of a sudden? Um, n- there's no wonder that that, that presented obstacles because it's like, wow, look at, look at where I was and look at what I didn't know but operated against. And I, hearing that, it makes me hurt for us early in our marriage. Totally. Because we really, we didn't understand what we were dealing with. We knew there right. was this disconnect. We knew there was resentment. We didn't know the core issue. So we went and got help from a sex therapist 
we went to sex stores. You know, like this is going to solve the problem. Amp up the sex right. in your marriage and it'll fix everything. Right. Yeah. And so I hear from people who reach out and they're like, what do you think about this sex program or something? Is this going to help us? And I think, yeah, maybe not in the beginning, though. Some it, some of those it's some, like reversed. Some of those courses and books and programs on how to enhance your sex life in your marriage are excellent and and good and full of awesome information. Um but a couple in in the early stages of recovery yeah. from sex addiction betrayal trauma may not be ready for that I, quite yet. I was not. Yeah. And and super honest guys, I'm we're what, four years into recovery and I've only spent the last year really choosing to say I'm working on a healthy sex life. Right. Which it's taken me a long time. I can fully right. admit that. But that's me. And well, I'm accepting that it took me a little longer than maybe some of But it others. makes it makes sense why having just heard you, Kobe, basically say, you know, you're saying deporting your marriage. Um and you didn't get into the details, but you know, how, how you'd use Ashlyn and objectify her and selfishly kind of abuse her yeah um sexually in some ways right i was i, I came from a, a super sexually entitled place yeah into sexual entitlement i yeah. think that, so so okay so we're talking about what's not healthy right, entitlement right, totally. um objectification so what's the flip side of, of the of that so what is healthy <laughs> legit <laughs> i don't I, know I, brandon tell us like <laughs> okay i can say it so um, healthy sex is is mindful. Healthy sex happens in that moment. You're 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 with that person in that moment, connecting in that moment. Healthy. That, s- what's I that? have to stop you because that is the I think where so many of us in betrayal, male or female, get hung up because we think you were you were with someone else or in your mind you were with someone else. And how are you here? How are you, how do you trust that, right? So both the betrayed and the addicted struggle to be in the moment and be present, present, right? Absolutely. The the addicted is trying to ward off lust and whatever thoughts and, 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 or fear about how she's feeling. And, and she's trying, she's stuck in, are you really here with me? And am I good enough? Is he comparing me? Yeah. Yeah. Is he comparing? And, and, and all of these thoughts feed the fear which push you away from connecting with each other in that moment, and mindfully is, in that moment. It is not making love. No. <laughs> it is not. No, it's like... It's a duty thing. You're like swimming in fear but <laughs> touching each other's bodies, you know? It's not... Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's totally normal. It's totally normal because you feel like you got to keep engaging in sex in the relationship yeah. because that's what you do. Um but it's not healthy. You're and not mindful. And I would say that when we were in those moments that I would go to shame yeah. because I would see, I, I could see that you were spinning. And so I would, I would almost shut down and I, when I would go within myself and I, and I can say pretty, pretty honestly, not pretty honestly, like totally honestly that, that, um, uh, one of my struggles with sex was not, recreating sex uh, not not recreating porn or thinking of porn while being intimate with you like that that wasn't a thing that, that I struggled with I was very much um, mentally in the moment with you but that doesn't mean that I wasn't hijacked in shame thinking that I'm bad or that or that I'm the reason why this is hard and this is this is something that I've caused 
And I know that that had great effect because the last thing that a partner needs when they're in betrayal is for their partner to show up in shame because <laughs> that's just like fuel to a fire. Yeah, we would just trigger each other. Yeah. We yeah. were we were just a big a big hairy mess. Moreover, moreover, to, to add to the shame fest, right, uh, in sex for us, I always operated with the, with again, unhealthy definition of sex equals love. And, and that, I talk about a setup for failure. So when that Huge didn't happen. Huge setup. Common yeah, setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I, I, of course. Rejection through the roof. <laughs> yeah, because I thought that Ashlyn was rejecting me. She didn't love me. Like all so, those So codependency or gaining your self-worth from sex is not healthy. So what? <laughs> We're really so, good at telling you the non-healthy So ways. what is healthy? Uh, I, I would say that, that healthy is, is recognizing that that um, although Ashlyn and I have very, you know, I have different experiences and contacts with sex, that it's okay to say, you know what, I'm, I want to have sex today. And it's okay to say, I don't want to have sex today. And it's, you not wanting to have sex is not because you're rejecting me. Like it's yes. being totally secure with who I am and saying, yes. okay, it's not just like, day. it's just like, <laughs> I don't want to have Italian tonight. Okay, cool. Well, that's not because you hate me. <laughs> so, so a ha- I don't want to have sex. Healthy okay. sex is, is having respect for each other. So it's yeah. respecting where the other person's at, right? And sometimes you're at a crossroads. Sometimes it's, I really, really want to have sex and I really, really don't want to have sex, mm-hmm. right? You can still have a healthy sex life even if you hit that crossroads. But how? You, you have connection. You communicate. You understand each other. Um, and, and maybe you have sex that day and maybe you don't, mm-hmm. right? As long as you can talk about it. But if the other person's shutting down wallowing in shame because now their now their self-worth is totally shot because they got rejected about having sex that won't help sex going forward right oh it didn't no <laughs> it did not it didn't make her want you no did it, did totally. it Kobe no. no I'll tell you what else didn't help me <laughs> <laughs> if we're going down that we'll list we'll talk about it. no but telling me like how not normal I was like uh-huh. you're a prude Something is wrong with you. I would gaslight Ashlyn like crazy. So, so guys, I'm going to give you a hint right now. Don't is, do that. <laughs> well, if you do that, you might get sex from it. If you can guilt your wife enough, she'll start giving it to you, right? Um, but what are you doing? Yeah. Like, ultimately, you're, you're, you're causing some major damage in your relationship. You're basically wanting your wife to prostitute herself out to you so that you can feel good, Right. And will that create safety and love and connection? And no. Not at all, right? So what's a better approach than guilt? I don't know because we obviously took forever to get here, Brandon. Like, I feel like I had to come to a place where I accepted that I, I wasn't going to sit back and say, this hard thing happened to me. And I grew up in a Christian home where I was told not to have sex till I was married. And so right. that's compounded it. And it's just like, it is what it is. I'm like, not great at sex. I, 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 I suck d- at sex. So it is what it is. So like. And I, I have the narrative that I have to still combat some days of it will never be enough for Kobe. Like oh, right. our sexual relationship will never be enough for him. Right. Right. And, 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 and sometimes you take that, that personally. Yeah. Because it's about you. You're right. not enough. I'm a prude. Right, right, right. And it's, it's always been my fault. And it's, guys, it's not right. my fault. And I have to fight back with that. And I had to choose to say, okay, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to do it by myself. I don't, I don't need you by my side. 
because I want to get healthy for me. So I don't know the healthy way of doing it. That's how I did it. Well, you just nailed it, Ashlyn. And, and, and this is a whole new paradigm that, that we, that it's, it's second level because first level is this, like if you're not having sex, let's say you're not having enough sex in your relationship and the guy comes and says, look, you prude, like we need more sex. Um, the guilt starts being thrown into the mix to try to have more sex. Um, that won't help, obviously, like we were just saying. Um, two things help. Um, Kobe, if you actually back off and you connect to her heart and where she's at, mm -hmm. you understand her more, you understand what it would be like to take some of her burden uh, out of her day and, and you know, like just, just, just love her and let her know she's loved regardless whether she's giving you sex or not. That's helpful, right? That's huge. That's not all of the equation. You can do all of those things and do all of those things right, and it will definitely help to connect with her because you're saying, I love you, and I'm safe, and right? But there's another side to it, which is, which is what you just said, Ashlyn, is you doing your work to say, you know, what, what, do, what do I need to do in order to be healthy sexually? Not for Kobe so I give him more sex so then we're happy, but for me. Like right. what, what do I need? What kind of work do I need to do to let go of some of my fear to be able to express myself sexually and to be able to connect as long as my partner's safe. Right. Exactly. So, and it was a hard thing for me to come to. And uh, I don't know, some people might roll their eyes at that, but it, it was hard for me. And it, I think opened up some huge doors for Kobe and I to yeah. have some hard conversations that we'd never been able to have before. And even was it last week we had a conversation that was a little bit harder about sex, but we ended the conversation and we we're both like, oh, like we're both turned on. <laughs> this is so unusual. Usually right. we're still like fighting. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Disconnected. Yeah, usually in, in, in conversations about sex, it would historically be um, combative and argumentative in the sense that Ashlyn was, was very fierce in holding boundaries and I would, I would really go to shame or I would gaslight. Yeah, I was super I would be angry, defensive. I would blame, and and so it was just in, it was just like entirely unhealthy, right? And that's how it historically it would, it would go. But it took a lot of focus, and a lot of like um, presence for me in the moment to understand what I was, understand what, what my body was was doing, and how it was feeling to understand what emotions I was I was actually in, right. so I could just sit there and accept that, and then move through it. And it ended up in a in a super healthy, <laughs> in a super healthy. Um, way that I don't think either of us were expecting it to, no. to end. And so those are the wins that I see like shining through is that we're able to have those really uncomfortable and vulnerable conversations that never went well before. Right. I yeah. would end it with like, you're such a bully. Right. And then maybe, okay, let's have sex because I feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> like, Usually. Ah, not. I like that. Yeah. That's not, but, but look how different that is. If you can talk through a difficult thing, connect with each other, feel loved, feel understood, feel validated. You know, what do you know? You wanted to have sex. Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful thing, right? You took talking about a hard thing and it turned into let's connect. Right. That's awesome. Um, okay. Some other things that, and uh, this could be a little triggering, um, but uh, healthy sex is a, a place where you can explore and a place where, where you, can express yourself in in a way and so healthy sex is not just 
hey, once a night we get naked <laughs> and we touch each other for a few minutes. Oh, and that's Brandon, it. That like, sounds like <laughs> wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Let's get this done. And it's yeah, over. Check that no, box. No how, one wants that. The, the sex is about way more than the orgasm. Um, it's about the foreplay. It's about the, the expression of you and who you are as an individual. And it's so safe that you can let go and you can be. You can just be you. And the other person is there with you and they can be them. Um, that ultimately is, is intimacy, is, is sexual connection in a healthy way. So a lot of times there's a lot of shame about feeling pleasure. There's a lot of shame about what you should and shouldn't do. And should in the bedroom is not helpful. Uh, now, now, don't get me wrong. There's boundaries. There's, there's, yeah, for one person, they might want to do one thing and the other person saying, uh-uh. And there's boundaries there. And you work through that and you work together on those things. But if you're coming into it thinking, I, I feel guilty because I felt pleasure this way or that way or whatever, and I can't express myself, then there's fear in the bedroom and it's going to be unhealthy. And I think that's more where I have been because well, I've had... for sure, me too. I've had unhealthy ideas and thoughts and experiences with sex. And and even in recovery, it was probably only, what, like a month ago, six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago, where I finally said, I think I just need to educate myself on what healthy sexuality is, healthy sex is, to understand where I need to be. So I can be, so I can be educated. So I can not, I, I feel like I've, I've been able to deporn my brain, but that doesn't, that's different than being healthy sexually, right? It's just like, I'm just coming out of the, I'm coming out of the red and I'm in the black now, but only just. Right. So there's, there's a great deal of responsibility that I need to be able to take um, as the, as the, the once addict to say, okay, what's the role of education and, and the responsibility of education um, for me so that I can show up in really healthy ways to, to understand what an interactive sexual relationship is and what does that even look like? Absolutely. Think about it, though. Like, I, I'd ask our audience, um, who, where, where have you gotten educated about healthy sex? Who taught you about what healthy sex is? No one. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> normally the answer. Yeah. What? How? Like, uh, yeah. no one. And so we just go out there in the world, and we, we, a lot of times we get these answers from, from church. That's where a lot of, where they're, they're, they tell you, this is what you should and shouldn't do sexually. Um, but other than that, like a lot of parents really struggle to educate and teach about this in a healthy way. And so Kobe, like you're, you're talking about, you know, you, you were born, you kind of, you know, started in on life and next thing you know, you, you're messed up when it came to sex. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, it's important to get educated and you got to shift some paradigms on sex. If, if, if what you're doing isn't working, but you keep trying to do the same thing over and over with your spouse, then you're going to drive yourself crazy. Um, so think about things different. Change some of those beliefs that are in, in your way from creating safety and trust and love in the bedroom. So love it. Okay. So now as far as how to, right? Yeah. What does that, what does that look like? Um, you know, I think from here, one of the big nuts and bolts is going to be is talking through what, what are some um, some considerations, things to keep in mind, the how-tos of building a healthy sexual relationship? That's well, gonna I, I think, Kobe, on Patreon, we're definitely going to hit on 
how to rebuild a healthy sexual relationship after betrayal, trauma, and sex addiction. Uh Chances are you got into the marriage and there already was sex addiction there. And there was already some pretty messed up things going on that you didn't even realize. You just Mm -hmm. got in the marriage, you started having sex, it became a part of your, but then all of a sudden like everything kind of blew up and you're looking at it and like, oh my gosh, what a mess, right? Like how do we reconstruct this relationship to have a healthy sex life again after betrayal trauma and after sex addiction. And and so in Patreon, we're gonna talk about just the simple steps and the important things to do to, to start down that path to rebuild that again. Love it. Awesome. Super important. And this month's um, Q&A over on Patreon will be all your sex <laughs> questions we're talking about sex <laughs> September, right yes yep. and that's so, what you can expect the rest of the month is uh the podcast will be definitely September uh topics and uh the patreon how to's will be the, the the drill down on what you hear but but the cool part about it is and i want to say this too is this last week's been really cool because there's been a lot of really great interaction with with uh with people in the community asking questions posting questions interaction between other other patrons there and and so I guess that's the point with it is, is if you're listening to this and you want access, you want to be able to interact and you want to be able to, to, to say, Hey, well, what about this? Tell me this question here. You missed this. We have a specific question on the topic. Yeah. That's where you asked. We had a couple of ask repeated questions about separation this week. And it was super cool because we could just give here, here's some insights, here's some best practices, things to consider because they're working with their own therapist. But and, and we'll, we'll even it. get, hey, here's a, here's a topic for a podcast episode. Totally. Like, right. Just go try, talk about this, you guys. And we love that, too. Yeah. So. It's, been, it's been a really rad experience. And because sex is such a hot topic, no pun intended, right, then um, there's definitely an opportunity for you to get uh, more from the experience than what you're hearing right here. So how do you join this community? So uh, if you scroll down in the podcast app and you click on details, then it will open up the notes from the show. It's also linked on our websites and in our social media uh, profiles. Yep. Or go straight to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Basically, you com. cannot miss us. Yeah. Okay, yeah. guys, thanks for being here. Good to have you. All right, have a good one. See ya.